Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good evening, good morning, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. 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 We're back. Happy We're back. New Year. Happy, Happy New Year on twentieth January, two thousand and fourteen. Sorry, we've been uh, gone. Apologies. For so long. Apologies. Should we Should we make our excuses up now? Like, sure, like Sam esque. Go on then. Well, it's been injuries, and you know we. Uh, Never known a January like it. Yeah, mad January. I'm everything. here with Sean. Hello, Sean. Hello. I'm with John. Hello. And there's no Reese tonight. Yeah. But he's, he's not the, ill. He's, he's not on Ill. a first aid course. He's learning how to make people better. Mm. Wish he could come yeah, just, West just, Ham just to clear it up, all three of us tonight have been ill one way or another in January. We've also been depressed and uh, lacked motivation while we've been in our sick beds to record a podcast, really. I still lack a little bit of a motivation, if I'm honest. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going to go through. I've got a slight sore throat. I'll we're going to go know, through. I was debating uh, over the five th- losses, one draw, and one win tonight, just to make up for amends. A eh, George, we let's are. do it then. I can't wait. Let's, let's start with Arsenal. Boxing Day. Do you remember that game? Yeah, Boxing Day. Did you go? I did go. Yeah. You two didn't, did you? I didn't. No. Part timers. I sold my ticket. We had uh, we I lost three one. We lost three one. No, we didn't, do did we? I thought we did. <laughs> it's so long ago. Yeah, we did. Do we go one nil up? Yeah, yeah. We went one nil up, and I got all excited. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I Clark tweeted Cole a, scored, yeah. Um, a, a Guna friend of mine, but uh, I sort of should have had a bit of a resolution not to tweet people before the game's over because, of course, we lost. That's a, that is like a schoolboy error. That's it is a schoolboy error. So, your start for 10 is who scored our one goal? Cotton Cole. I just said he that. already just Cotton said that. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, oh, my boss come back now. You want to go a doctor, innit? Sean's still ill. But we didn't expect Pol- to win. Apologies if you just blown your speakers. Um, oh, it goes again. So, yeah, we lost 3 1. Uh, possession, we had 34%. We had 12 shots with 5 on target. Does anybody else have anything else to say about no, that? No, let's go on to Ar- the next Ar- game. Arsenal did dominate us. 34% possession. You'll see a theme as we go through I think they're a bit game. better than us, so that's fair enough. Of course they were. And, and Arsenal, to be fair to them, have done really well this season. Two days later, I made the trip to West Ham once again, and we watched a 3 all draw against West Bromwich Albion. Yeah. Possession, we had 47%. We had 16 shots, 6 on target. Now, this game is still fresh in my memory due to the controversy surrounding Nicholas and Elka. Yes. Still ongoing. Yeah. Um, did you notice that at the time? No, he's at the other well, end. Yeah, we wouldn't have a clue, would no. you? But someone did, somewhere. Did we all go to that? No, no, I didn't have Berino. Berino died for, for the penalty. Berino. He's English. He's good. 
Did we all go to that? John didn't. I didn't. Did you? Oh, John, I what? did. Did yeah, you, you did. Sure I did. gave yeah. my ticket to the people that were staying with us. Oh, yeah, Will Cameron. Oh, yeah, we yeah, took... Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. What's his name? It was a disappointing game based on the fact that we scored those two goals to take the lead, and then they promptly equalised within two minutes or something afterwards. Okay. Who scored our goals, George? Uh, Nolan. Yes, one. Don't know. I can't remember. Who is Carlton it? Cole. Yeah. It's a goal machine. And Maega. Oh, yeah, yeah, he scored a good goal, didn't he? Yeah, yeah he very did. good goal. El- um, and Elko obviously uh, scored two before he did his reverse uh, Nazi salute. It wasn't, it was a Quinnell. Was it? Yeah, I don't know what it is. There. Should we have won that one? <clears throat> yes. Yeah, yes. probably. We needed to win that one. We that needed a, to that one. That was another one of Sam's must our, wins. That's our save our season. It was another must win. And so I remember, obviously, this was one of the games where I said to Sam, how many points you're going to get over the next few games? And he said, a minimum of six. And how many did he get? One. 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 It was that game. It was that game. So from that must-win game, we moved on to the to other another must-win one. game. Once again, Fulham. I made the trip to Fulham you on New Year's Fulham, Day. You? I did. I regretted it. Absolutely hanging. About 45 minutes into the game. It got to half-time and I had to sort of just sit down and hold my head in my hands. Uh, we lost 2-1. West Ham had 32% possession. We had 11 shots with three on target. No, we were rubbish. Scored. We uh, were terrible. Memorable for Nolan sending off. Yeah. What an Would you have won that game? No, I don't think so. Who scored as? More, more. More, more, more. more, more. You missed that. You weren't in the ground, were you? No, yeah, no, I saw it. it that was, was, uh, that was the new West Ham way. I that thought you goal, didn't get in until a bit late because he scored it on seven minutes. No, you're thinking of another away game. Was it? I thought we got into... Because you, you, you've been so ill, Sean, I think your memory's gone yeah, a bit. You're hallucinating as well. But that was scored in the typical West Ham way, which was the big long punt down the middle, and... Don't call him that. Hey. And uh, can we talk uh, about uh, Nolan? I mean, obviously, second red. Is his head gone? I think his head went. I don't I think know if still gone. I think his head went. I mean, this is... Uh, after making the analogy that he's got, got sent off the last five seasons around Christmas period... He apologises in the fans' forum, and he says it was a stupid thing, and then he goes and does this again. Exactly the same thing as well. A friend of mine saw, um, not long after this game, saw him and Andy Carroll in a bar in Essex. Absolutely. I heard that, actually. I saw that on Twitter. They were watching watching the Forest game, weren't they? They were watching the Forest game. I don't think they were even watching it. Well, it was on the telly. A friend of mine witnessed that. Anyway, let's move on to that cracking game that was the Forest game. It just gets better and better on this list, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. It actually does get better in a minute. Uh, not At least you, on this game, you won't have to name the West Ham scorers. And I didn't go to it as well, that's the bonus. Yeah, we made a decision. Not on Forest 5, West Ham nil. Possession was 39% for us. 12 shots, 5 on target. So we're in the, we're the fourth game in since uh, Christmas. Not too bad. And We've we haven't seven managed... More than 47% possession. That's correct. Yeah. Or more than six shot on six shots on target. Yeah. It's actually not too bad, is right. it? Right. Against Nottingham Forest. Yeah, well... I wanted to turn this game off. I watched it on the telly. And I really, really... What disappointed me more about this game is not only is the big fat Sandman ruined our whole football team, is now ruining the youth team as well. And just ruin well, the future generations. Someone mentioned today on on the youth team. Apparently, our our youth, you know, our development squad um, results have dipped since that. You know, they've lost a bit of confidence since uh, being slated. It's not hung surprising, up. is it? A lot of people said they were hung out to dry. I agree. I mean, they've they've come across a form team in the championship, so you know, there's well, only also, only about five places between us and them in the league. I sort of understand concentrating on the semi-final and are concentrating on the league but to sort of admit defeat already and Sam basically sort of say I'm putting the kids out you know I don't expect to win it I don't know if you notice and we'll get to this later but he's pretty much said the same about Man City and Chelsea away as well setting us up for defeat sort of saying we should concentrate on February really I mean when do we start talking about everything we we will do after we've got through the missile uh, next is there anything more to say about the no, FA Cup? A short I short-lived FA Cup. Well done, Nottingham Forest, I want to say. 
And I feel yeah, he was really good, wasn't he? That yeah. little, little I feel sorry and embarrassed for the young lads that play in our academy. And uh, is his name Davis, the manager? Billy Davis. Yeah, Billy Davis. We were linked with him straight after the match as our, our next manager. But that, sorry, that said about the young players in our academy, I feel also embarrassed for the likes of Downing and Maiga and Morrison who played and started that game and were an absolute shocking performance from them as well. Can I tell you a little bit of information? Go on him. Carlton Cole refused to play in that game because he didn't want to be cup tied in case he found another club in the transfer window. Fair enough. That's kind of fair enough, to be honest. He was, he was leaving him in the lurch. He was just about coming out on a free, wasn't he? He was just coming up to the end of his contract. He was, yeah. More of that later. Man City 6. West Ham United <laughs> nil. Possession, 31% possession with three shots, only one on target. Yeah, there you go. It gets we got worse. one on target. That's who, who got that one on target? Matt Taylor. Now, can we tell a story here now, George? I think. When, before this semi-final... George and myself had a discussion that it was a semi-final and we had to buy our tickets It was actually as we were queuing up to get out of White Hot Lane after was, being on yeah. 2-1. We had a discussion and we decided that we would buy our tickets early for the second leg, which is tomorrow, Tuesday, we're recording this on Monday. And we asked John whether he wanted to come and join us. And John said... Have you seen Man City's home record? He did. I said. And we said... We, 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 we brought into question his West Ham fan status and we said but it's a semi-final <laughs> what are you an armchair fan and we gave him a hard time particularly George who's got the last laugh John well I'll be sat here tomorrow night I don't have to watch so, it so will I <laughs> are you, you not, not going, going? <laughs> I really don't want to I'm going to go out of principle um, I paid 34 quid I'm going to sit there in my seat I'm going to fold my arms and say it, entertainment it was embarrassing wasn't it it was embarrassing. It was, but, but it was a defeat. It wasn't the surprise. Man it was City, the nature of the defeat. Man City are sublime at home at the moment. But it was the nature of the defeat. It was the lack of tackles, the lack of passion, the fight, the, you know. But full marks must go to the fans who were still singing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were quality. They were quality. Including Farkoff, Allardyce, Farkoff, yeah. Allardyce. Well, you know. And, and, and it was after that game that I was lined up. I was on my sick bed, but I was lined up by BBC Five Live, full time to go. Lined sh- up, lined up by the producer, go straight off on the um, on the radio, and isolated Sam for the first time. Most of you know I've supported Sam. I've backed him throughout, and the owners, and the owners, and I completely lost it. I I, I said that Sam had to do the honourable thing and hand his resignation, but I knew he wouldn't do that. That. Time had come for change. and um, But I said I knew the owners wouldn't make a change, and they did. They backed him to the hill, and we know now, we've got a grin and bear it, Sam Allardyce is our manager, to at least the end of the season. So Suck it up, John. Say so they backed him to the hill. They really backed him to the hill in the transfer market, and they, they've been yeah. quality. More, more on that, that later. <laughs> but uh, here we go. Here we go. Here's our good bit. A little bit more pleasing now. West Ham 2, Cardiff 0. We had 37% possession and 10 shots. 10 shots with only 3 on target and we managed to get 2 goals. Yeah, I know, but if you look at Cardiff, Cardiff were about lucky. They had the possession, had more chances. Well, it was a classical way performance, wasn't it? We we sort of defended well. We got lucky. We took our chances when they came and... We were better than them, Sean, really. At the end of it all, Cardiff are like a direct competition. And we've got a hope that the likes of Cardiff... Sunderland, Sunderland Fulham. Palace, and all these teams are Fulham. Losing. You know, you know, you got to hope Fulham that these are like teams stone. They're falling like a stone. Yeah, Swansea are having a struggle. You know, well, Cardiff are having obviously problems with their manager. And oh, uh, sorry, their owner is what I meant. Oh, so just got a new manager, and they lost their manager obviously with Malcolm Mackay. But bring him in, bring him in. If you, if you think our owners are bad, how bad is Mister Tan? Really bad. I don't really care about Mr. Tan. I was watching this game at Gunwharf Keys, which what, is a... Cardiff sh- game? Yes. I was watching it on my phone. Yeah. I was watching it at a shopping centre in Portsmouth called Gunwharf Keys. Uh, my girlfriend was in a shop buying clothes. I was sitting on a bench outside the shop watching the football. Uh, Mark Noble 
got put in by Andy Carroll and slotted it to still the three points. I jumped up, screamed yes, and lots of people gave me very strange looks, and I had to apologise to a lot of <laughs> John people. John didn't watch this game. He said I'd run for watch, do something else exciting instead, didn't you? I just did, I had made a conscious decision that day that I wasn't going to let the whole West Ham thing ruin my day. Because it's just ruined my day every day since a big fat Sam pretty much took over. Just gives me the ache. But as soon as we won, I rung you, didn't I? Yeah. I mean, and it, I, and it to, made your day. Well, to be fair, the last sort of 10 minutes when it was all coming up that we were willing to one. I was waiting for the result, waiting for the result, but our result was delayed because of that injury, wasn't it? So yeah, that we was were playing on and on and on, and I was like, oh. I mean, that, the two things... Down are, to ten men. Yeah, Tompkins gets sent off, and obviously... Um, Demel. Name? Demel got knocked out by our brilliant signing, Roger, Roger Johnson. Johnson One thing we didn't mention about Roger Johnson, right, when we talked about Man City... How average was he made to look by Yaya Torre? How, how average has he been made to look? I mean, how average? He's not. He's been looked. He's looked atrocious. Yeah, he's, he looks really average against Yaya Torre in the Man City match. Yeah, he he's done back, the same he thing. Like a, a Sunday league, that. he keeps doing defender. it. He's done the same thing. Jockeying defenders, Cardiff, and just not making tackles again and again. He, he, anyway, more more of that later in the transfer news. Right. No. But, no anyway, so just but, to say. Even though I did try to avoid the bloody thing, it's I still got caught up with it because of the, the, the delay and all the. I was starting to sort of get a bit stressed out waiting for this result, whether we were going to get the win or not. Anyway, it was so nervous. My, my plan to not get it was involved. nervous at the end when we were one nil up. Thwarted. It was really nervous until Mark Noble got the winner, and that's a really good link because we've got the one bit. We've got a little interview from Mark Noble straight after the match. Congratulations. What a massive win for you. How big is it for you as well as your manager? Uh, massive. Um, uh, I think we, we were the first ones to say how poor we've been lately. You know, we've had two cup games where we've been uh, embarrassed, if you like. And uh, we've come come here today. A tough place to come. You know, they've uh, obviously give top teams a, a game here. I think they've beat City, drew Man U. And uh, we've come here and lost a man after about 60 minutes, I think, and I managed to get a 2 0 win. And you had a man sent off as well. So how hard was that for you? And then, of course, your goal in the in the dying moment. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, don't get me wrong, it was tough. I mean, every shot they had went straight to our goalie, so we got a bit of luck. Uh, deflection in the first half that managed to stay out for us, and we haven't had that in the last uh, two or three months, you know. And um, we didn't think it was going to be our day again when Stu Downing hit the post early doors, and um, but it was it meant to be. It was a massive lift, uh, big AC coming on, and. Um, with a with a back four intact today, you know we had Gizemel go off. I hope he's all right early early in the game and uh, had to juggle. And um, the boys were fantastic and uh, deserved to win. And a, a win today is that enough to push you on and, and save you from relegation? Uh, I hope so. You know we've got a good bunch of lads and they all work hard for each other. As you've seen, um, we thought it was a uh, we thought uh, the Spurs away victory was going to spur us on, but it never. Hopefully we can take a bit of a. Uh, fight out of this and we've got players coming back now you know from injury and suspension and and uh, obviously um we're uh, we're looking forward to the next few games i'll leave it there thank you very thank much. thank you cheers obviously he's a right geezer isn't he i'll tell you what i like him as captain so do i i'd much rather be having and, and i hope when Kevin Nolan comes back tomorrow night that uh he keeps his captain is he back is he yep he's done his best it'll be interesting to see and oh, we're going to talk about that later aren't we? yeah uh next up is West Ham won Newcastle United 3, so this yeah, was only so two days right, ago. I see, it didn't take that long to review the six matches, and we're right up to date. Well, there you go. Let's just do a podcast once every four weeks. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went again on Saturday. That was we good, did. Sorry, that was a good laugh, Sean, that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me cough. Oh, dear. Um, I didn't really want to go into this match. I don't think any of us did, really. None of us really thought we turned a corner with Cardiff, did we? No. Oh, it's the fact that we haven't won two Premier League games back to back for three years sort of swung yeah. it. But but the problem with that is we were in the Championship from one year. Yeah, yeah. But no, but three years playing in the Premier League oh, right. is the stat. Um, so do do a stat attack, George. West Ham won Newcastle three possession. West Ham forty eight percent. Newcastle fifty three percent. West Ham had eleven shots work? with two. Yeah, Sean, good work. 
West Ham had 11 shots with two on target. Newcastle had 19 shots with nine on target. Long balls, West Ham United, 87. That's shocking. Newcastle United, 58. 87 (laughs) long balls. That is absolutely shocking. Most long balls. Matt Taylor with 13 for Newcastle. At least it wasn't James. I'll tell you you what made me laugh. I I actually read uh, one of the Sunday papers this evening. And in there, Allardyce is quoted as saying, I've got to get through to the players that they've got to not concentrate about the performance. It's not about the actual style of play anymore. It's about getting the result. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, but did, did you hear what else he said? What we is he hear in a minute, because uh, we hear what the gaffer had to say. But he said, we need more draws. We're not drawing enough. What? How about winning it, Allardyce? You plum. Anyway. You plum. Anyway, shall we hear what he had to say? Do we have to? But hang on, just, just to talk about the game a bit. Obviously, we didn't score any goals, own goal. Although, Carlton Cole, I'm sure, will claim he claimed that one, didn't he? He was right in front of us. And he yeah, clearly right, see it was right the one goal and he put, uh, put one off running. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it probably should have been 2-1 and they got a goal at the end. Um, but they, prob- have, we, they deserved it. We missed, two, we missed two sitters. Cole missed a sitter. And, and Carol, Carol missed, missed a sitter. sitter. Carol, you can forgive because of his... But Cole, uh, what... Surprises me is that people are surprised when Carton Cole misses a chance like that. Everyone seems to have this newfound belief in Carton Cole. But you have to believe that. You have to remember he's the player he, we've he, had forever. He, he he's got, been missing he, chances he like that. He got a bit lucky, hasn't he, with us. his scoring? So, two things I want to ask you before we move to the gaffer. Uh, you were slagging off uh, Matt, uh, Matt Jarvis. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm quickly come or slowly coming to the conclusion that he's probably one of the worst wingers we've ever had. He just does never look up. He just runs blindly down and tries to knock the ball in the box. The amount yeah. of times he's, he's right in front of us anyway, he's doing it. Mm. You see him, he just runs with his head down. He never looks up when he wants to put the ball in the box. Matt Taylor was getting a lot of grief. Well, I don't... I, Undeserved, I think. Yeah, he's, playing he, right back. He's, he's a wrong-footed player, playing on the wrong side. He's, he's positioned by the manager. He's, it's just ridiculous. But we, we all agree there. on the fact that he's a, he's a decent player, probably a, a good championship he's player. He's a good championship player, as are half yeah. of our team. Good to have fair. Collins back. Did he make, make a difference? He was still oofing the ball. Made, I don't uh, think yeah, he made uh, much of a difference. We still lost. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just, just a shout out to Johan Goodbye, by the way. What a free kick that was. Yeah. Well, His, the uh, funny thing is, and it hasn't been well, you can say that, but what a tosser he was. He yeah, came, no, in, no, he no, came and celebrated that. the third goal right in front of the... Uh, sub- uh, the sub- he, 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 didn't, lower. he didn't stop, did he? he yeah. He could see the reaction and then see carried on. Yeah. And he carried on. The referee came in to move him on and he was showered with a couple of bottles and a few other missiles. I had to put my hood up when I was no, no one, quite near the front. That, that hasn't happened. been reported. I'm surprised that the papers or, or someone was, didn't make There was some report in the papers well, about, it, about the, the FA are going to look into it. Well, it's down to him. He shouldn't have celebrated where he did. Um, although, obviously, we're not condoning people throwing Lucasade bottles. Yeah, at the end of the day, you shouldn't really be throwing coins at players, regardless Did you, of where Were any celebrate. coins thrown? I saw bottles and other litter. But it wasn't just him. Coins. A couple of the other players jumped on his back and started really... When they could see that the f- crowd were getting more annoyed, they... But he did... What a free kick, though. What a free, free kick, free absolutely. Kick. put it in the only place... only place that Adrian can have got to, got to it. He nearly got to it at all, to be fair. Two more questions, and then we move on. Uh, Ravel Morrison came on after we were cheering his name and he gave us a little he wave. Only, he had 45 minutes, didn't he? Played the yeah. whole second half. So what, what do you think? He, he, he didn't seem to get I much of the ball, though. If I was Morrison, I would be out of there like a shot. I wouldn't go to Fulham, though. There's, no, there's absolutely no point being a we're quality... We're going to move on to that on... Absolutely, that we'll talk about absolutely that no point being a quality midfield player at West Ham. Because you're saying it's just hoofed over Just bypassed... He, the whole game bypassed that midfield... Okay. Completely missed him out. There was no point. You can see the likes of him, Diarmi. Diarmi's got no interest. It's been rumoured that Diarmi walked out of training, hasn't it? It's, it's been yeah, rumoured yeah, we're gonna be, that he's, we're gonna he's said stuff like there's no point training. Yeah. So, you know. So, question next is Andy Carroll. Obviously got a good response when he was warming up in front of us. Uh, came on. Made a difference. Oh, you won a few headers more yeah. than Cole does. You know, he, 
But we, we all but can. But he missed a sitter. Uh, he, he should have done better. We expect Cole Cole to miss, but we don't for like expect. Best part of a oh, year. Sean, he's, he's going to be rusty. Like, he, he, he took it took like five or six games to get up and running last time. How long is he going to take him this time? Actually, that's factually incorrect, Dad. He was incredible against Fulham at home. And and yeah, yeah, when he started and then he got injured and come back again. It takes him a while to get fit. Up and running. Okay, my last point before we move on. That's to what the three. That's, to that's four questions now. I know. I'm going to move on. Two. So we we sung uh, much to my amusement. He shags who he wants. He shags who he wants. Alan Pardew. He shags who he wants. Next day, he's linked in the mirror with a possible taking over as West Ham manager. My question to you two is: Would you have him back? Absolutely. I'd have him, but I, I, there there are certain people that hate him, and but they say that the football under him was rubbish, but. You know, I'd have him back. I thought he the memories I have of Alan Pardew's reign in charge of West Ham are nothing but good. It was he used to play. He used to play down the wings, very similar, very similar to getting the ball down the wings and across. And but he was it was quicker. It was more sort of fluid than what Alan. And we had was. Matty Everton instead of Matty Jarvis. Hmm. So right, we're clear. We would have Alan Pardew he back. He went and got Yossi, right. didn't he? Yossi so let's hear what the cover had to say. Sam, I'm sure you're frustrated and disappointed at the end of that. Consider those two first half goals, but then what a transformation. Yes, I think that um, we had a, quite a bright start, and I think that um, um, had we shown a little bit more quality in the final third, might have caused a bit more problems. Didn't actually get a chance in that in that period. Um, but then, obviously, the two goals we, we conceded, uh, you know, a lot down to our deficiencies rather than the the quality of the opponent's play. I would think, you know, so. We came fighting back from that with that lifeline just before half-time with the goal and second half we piled and piled the pressure on but so we couldn't convert the chances we created. So, again, this is very disappointing because I always keep telling the players and reminding them that this particular period has been difficult because we've not drawn enough, never mind not win enough. Uh, so, you know, you always set out on a game to say that if you can win it, that's great. If you can't, make sure you don't lose it. But we're losing too many. Um, and we've got to put that right as quickly as possible. And, of course, helping put that right will be suspended players back now, which would be James Tompkins and Kevin Nolan. And, of course, injured players as quickly as we possibly can. George McCartney ended up with a, uh, a severe neck problem um, this morning, or greater than we'd expected, so he couldn't be selected. And, and we put Matt Taylor in at right back and two central defenders that never played together before. So... So it's a difficult period for us in the offensive side of it and I think that's the reason why we conceded three goals today. Not that they didn't try very hard, just that the unfamiliarity of our defensive unit at the moment, because it has to change every week, is costing us a, a few problems in terms of the goals that we're conceding. And, and at the other end, we've never scored enough all season, to be fair. But the plus is you've got Ravel Morrison back and similarly Andy Carroll, who's got another 30 minutes. Yes, it's important. Today. You know, I mean, Rav's injury hasn't been too bad, but, you know, it's, it's, it's about just being patient enough to get him comfortable to feel that he's OK. You can't say, you know, unless the player tells you I'm fine, you know, you can't, you can't risk anything from that point of view. Andy's got another 30 minutes in. Um, he's disappointed he didn't convert that chance that Stuart got him. Uh, Colton's got disappointed he got for that so as long as we keep making the chances that's very important and I'm sure that uh, uh, we've got to start putting a few more in and of course like I said get the defensive players back you know five five out of uh, our defensive unit we're missing today um, Guy Demel, Joey O'Brien James Tompkins Winston Reid you know so we've, we've really got to get those uh, those players back on the on the pitch and have that selection process that where we can pick a team for any particular game to try and go and win it. How crucial is it to nurse Andy Carroll back slowly now? I'm sure supporters might have felt that you could have pushed him in from the start, but I know that you feel that no, it's going to be a long, slow I process. I, I can't listen. I don't care what anybody says. I do what, we, what we've been doing all season. It's the medical side that roll on, on how we get Andy Carroll back fit and playing, not anybody else. And my decision by their medical process and say, you risk any more than that, you risk this lad getting injured again. Is that what we want? He's our biggest major asset that we've signed and we want him on the pitch playing every week and we have to do that slowly. Irrespective of how desperate it gets, it's more about about making sure Andy stays fit for, for the entirety of this season, the rest of this season, to try and help get us some results than it is to try and risk him for an extra 15 minutes and get him injured again. 
but the performance in the second half showed the resolve which clearly the squad has got at the moment. And you got, well, the, yeah, you've got so the supporters yeah, a back fight, on A side. bit of fight, a bit of bit of passion. I mean, that's you know, you've got to get them, get to give them some excitement to get them on the edge of the seat. For you want some cheering for you. I don't think at this 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 dark moment in time. I, mean, it's, it, I, I was just praying it was going to be like a, a, a Sunderland today because I watched Sunderland early doors about their fans being disgruntled with the early part of the game and ended up with a 2-2 draw against Southampton. We certainly had the chance to at least do that today but failed to convert the chances when we had them, unfortunately. There you go. It's all down there to you the interest. It. Doesn't care what anyone says. No. Well, it is all down to the injuries, isn't it? To be fair, he's, he's right. But then again, he, he assembled the squad in the summer, so... You have to assemble a squad. To shall, we, shall we talk about the state of the club now? Shall we just chuck that well, in off the back? Yeah, of but all I'll say is, um, you know, Andy Rolls, who's head of sports science or was, uh, has lost his job. You know, um, now at Arsenal. He's now at Arsenal, but as a physio, not as head of. Oh, I'd rather be at Arsenal. Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, he's, he's he is just a normal physio, and his mate is at Arsenal, and that's why he's got the job. But. Without a doubt, I'm sure he's been used as a scapegoat over the whole injury thing. Um, and they brought in the Everton physio, uh, Rogan, who was at a Russian club where... Anzi Anzi. Where our yeah. new signing, Lucina Troy. Oh, no, he didn't get him, did Tr- we? Troy. Because it could... Troy. I hope said Troy on Saturday. It can only be West Ham United who haven't had we'll a... We'll talk fo- about that when we get to the transfer. Haven't bit. had a striker. On, let's let's had talk a striker. about the state of the club. You start, John. Because I know you had a striker all, all year, basically. We haven't had a striker all year. They said they're going to... Flins the windows open. We're going to get ourselves a striker. And they line up a striker that hasn't played since October. And he did a well, work permit. Well, to be here. fair, they've lined that up was, a number of strikers. None of them want to come to play with us. Why is that, Sean? Or, well, one, because I think there's two reasons. Do you think there's, there's an issue with the manager? Do you think there's an issue with the ownership or how they're trying to do the deals? I think there's three reasons. Do you think there's something to do with, the, um, with all the agents and all this stuff? Do you yeah. think, what is it, then? The first, all of that, the, first, the first reason is David Sullivan likes deal and he doesn't want to pay full value. So that, that sort of scuppers some deals. And we know in January, everything, all prices are inflated. So I think that scuppers one deal. Number two, a lot of players don't want to be in a relegation fight, so they won't come to West Ham. Number three, I think, yes, there is some that don't want to come and play for, for Sam Allardyce. And number four, yes, I'm sure there's an agent issue that we can't talk about on this podcast. So... At the end of the day, it's, it's down to the management of the club because no one really wants to come and play for Allardyce and the ownership because they're not willing to do the deals at, at the market level in January. They're trying to get these little sort of like special deals. I find it difficult to disagree with you. You All the time since we've had this ownership, all these people that have been in and said that they saved our club and all this. And I, I've always said... I don't buy into that because, you know, someone would have come in at some point and taken over West Ham United. There's no way it would have just gone to the wall. Well, you say that, but look at the alternatives. I'm not going to defend them because it's it's getting no, to but a they're held up. They've been held up them. in high esteem on that right. basis. So I think that when they took over, the alternatives of Fernandes, who, let's be clear, let's not has run... Hang on, let me finish. No, there's no QPR point going back over all into that. ...into a massive debt problem... And it, will, it could be the death of QPR, right, Fernandes. The other one was um, the Americans, who the guy died and was going to borrow money and turn us into some... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, 
but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Kind of either Liverpool or right, so Man United, where oh yeah, we borrow you all the imagine money. Imagine being a Liverpool Man no, United. No, but I mean from a debt issue. Yeah, the one thing they've done is people... reduce our debt. Yeah, but the one thing they haven't done is, is run a club properly. We're not run a club properly, Sean. You would expect these this, these people who are supposed to be football people to be able to run a club properly. They haven't done it. We are how they could not have spent the whole of December or October, November. Finding a striker who's half be- half decent, like better, just better than Carlton Cole. But I think it goes to back line to the manager. Up. I think their mistake is to line it up and be Sam ready. Allardyce. I'm agreeing with you. The backing of Sam Allardyce. I think they're good businessmen. I think they understand football. What they've done is they can't. I know people believe that David Sullivan picks the players and buys the players. Don't think that's true. I how think can, Sam gives be, him a list. How can you be and a good, working with that? How list? can you be a good football person and line up a striker that hasn't played since October to solve your? Well, striker? I would say that he was on the list from Sam Allardyce. Yeah, but don't don't go for him because he's on a list. But if you're going for another manager, player that's playing and actually, well, all right, I, I, you can't. You just yeah. They, they, I can't argue with that either. They, you know, you listen to the radio. It's embarrassing to be but a West Ham right, fan. So why has Everton gone for him? Because they they could They've afford they could afford to sort of put him in the reserves and play him for six weeks. And Monaco bought him for eight point six million, um, and they want him to get game time. And, and I thought, um, I mean, more and more is coming out about this deal. Um, but I've heard he won't be fit for six weeks, and he's yeah, carrying a little can, hamstring And they issue. can afford to do that. They don't need. They're not. You know, we needed someone to come. I mean, straight time in, will tell whether he's an amazing, running. you know, success in in the Premier League. I would have. I would have taken. I would have taken Yelovich. I would have taken Long. I would have taken any of those players. Yelovich didn't all, want to. Come, yeah, but you they, know the problem with Yelovich. We tried to go for Yelovich. They could have all come Yelovich. in. He would have come in if they paid the money, Sean. He didn't want to come to us. He would have come if he had paid the money. I know it's money. difficult to say that he wants to go to Hull rather than West Ham. Yeah, I find it hard to believe that any player would of, rather play for Hull than West Ham. Well, maybe that's a sad case mm. of our club at the moment. Well, it could be a case. Mm. Of so, anyway, get off that. your chair. What else do you want to say about the club and the manager and the, and I just, the ownership? I just, I mean, the whole thing is turned the club into a Laughing stock. It's embarrassing to be a West Ham fan, and yeah. everyone, everyone who says that Allardyce, he should back Allardyce because you know he has got all these injuries. He's got all that, but he, it's all of his own doing. He he put all all his transfer budget. He knew the budget. He put it all in on Carroll. He spent his last five or six mil on Downing. Didn't buy another striker. Yeah. All the all the other monkeys have done it. Have backed him and gone with their manager. But what yeah. they haven't done is when it was clearly going tits up is, like I say, they should have had someone ready for the 4th or 5th of January. Anyone. who yeah. only, only had to be half better than um, Carlton Cole because he, everyone knows who's coming into play for us is going to be second fiddle to yeah. Carroll. They all know that. Yeah, I, and I don't disagree with you. It's I, just I, bad I management am, from top I'm to bottom. I'm embarrassed and I'm humiliated that I gave so much back into Sam Allardyce in the past. And the bloody I feel let me down or... personally. Um, <laughs> Did it on purpose just to annoy uh, you? I can't believe And, and I have our started owners. asking questions of our owners. I have, still believe have, um, long term our owners will see us through. I, just can't, I, but I, I have come to the end of the line with Sam Allardyce have, now. Have your bookings for Allardyceograms dried up? They, they've dried up completely. Have they? Yeah. I just can't, I well, can't on, believe George, that you they've let us the get argument. there. It's not oh, just well, us two. Oh, he's, not, I, he, he's sick of it. I've just I've, I've completely lost interest. Like I said Allardyce at the beginning out. of this podcast, <laughs> I still Allardyce. Oh yeah, Allardyce. I've been Allardyce out for a very long time. And owners. And when you've got two, I don't. They can carry on and do what they want. But the, when you've got two managers without jobs, like Steve Clark and Malky Mackay, both connections to the club, both decent managers, especially Malky Mackay, I think. 
Why is someone lost a new job? The other side of it is, is what he's going to do for the club long term. The likes of like Morrison and that, like I say, they might as well not be here. He, he doesn't want to be at West Ham because of Allardyce. That's why he doesn't yeah. want to be at West Ham. Well, we we'll move on to that. Let's move. That's a good link to move on to the transfer bit. So transfers so. confirmed. We have Roger Johnson and Carlton Cole. <laughs> yeah. So Carlton Cole, I know it's been widely speculated he was on forty grand a week, but I have it on good authority that he asked for forty grand a week, but his new deal is twenty five grand a week, which I think is reasonable for a player of his age with his knee problems and everything else, particularly in the Premier League. Our uh, targets. He's been all, and to be, give him credit, he's he's been like he's either been lucky or better than he's, he's normal. Have you, did you see his interview on Sky Sports over the weekend? No. He's been lucky. Uh, it's just yeah. Look at his. I'll, I'll put it up on the <laughs> his goals. But I'll, I'll, yeah, he did. Daisy Gold did say he'd be, he's been lucky. But if you, um, I'll put the interview he did with Sky Sports up on the Facebook page. So that's what was so embarrassing as well. They let him go in the summer because they knew he wasn't good enough. No, no, they didn't let him go if he's good. He demanded a wage increase and a long contract, and he thought he could get forty grand a week. Right? They said, "Good luck." We're not, they did offer him a contract, John. It wasn't about it wasn't good enough. It was all down to his wage demands. In the end, they refused to do his wage demands of 40 grand a week. He walked off, right? He's come back, and guess what? Basically, he's on the same money he was on I don't, when honestly, he left. I don't doubt. Probably even slightly less. I don't doubt he could have got a contract. He was on, on his short-term contract, he was on 20 grand a week. He, he probably... I now he's on 25. I, bet he I don't know how much when he left. I think he was on nearly 30 grand a week when he was with us last time. I bet he could go... He so, could have gone to QPR or someone like that would have had him. Well, I would say he came back with his tail between his legs and saw that maybe... Just can't get rid of him. He... <laughs> just cannot get rid of him. He's I think <laughs> his agent, which is... Well, one of them, Silkman, but another one, um, probably told him he could have earned more money. This was his big payday. West Ham called his bluff, and he's come back to us. But, you know, when people say he's really loyal and he loves West Ham, I think he does, and he likes to show that. But at the end of the day, he refused to play in the Nottingham Forest game because he didn't want to be cup-tied. Yeah. Targets in. Where did Can't you get blame. this list from, Sean? So these these are various media reports in the last seven days. I don't think, I don't think we're going to get Arsenal's captain Thomas Vermaelen. Well, that was Sam who said that, by the way. Absolutely no chance. Sam said that in the post-match interview on after um, Newcastle. Did you not hear him say no. that? What he's made an approach. We were we were interested. We've been trying to get him. Yeah, I know. Might as well go to Messi. Yeah, uh, Everton hijack Lucina Trelaw, as Sean yeah. calls him, or Traore. Uh, so we we agreed apparently a deal for a five hundred thousand pound loan fee. Um, he we did the deal with Monaco. Monaco said yeah okay. We got the work permit as you know. We did all the work on the work permit. Um, when we found out we did the medical, we found out it would take six weeks because we carry a little injury to be fit. I'm told that West Ham went back to try and renegotiate the loan. In the meantime, Everton came in, turned his head, he refused to sign. Uh, on the dotted line, and now he wants to sign for Everton, see, and they're going to get their own appeal. Again, again since we didn't actually sign a striker in time for any of these crucial games that we've had, which we've lost most in this window so far, all the people that they've been linked with, which are strongly linked with, like Troy or Heitinger, do you remember that fiasco? All these players, none of them are coming off. Don't you think the club should actually make some kind of statement? No, saying they probably shouldn't. Saying, you know, we are doing this, but we just keep getting knocked back because we're yeah, well, not willing sort of to pay the money. That's what Sam sort of has said. We're right, not going to give us some reason Pre- behind Preckle. it all. El Hadjouf. Yeah, this one was on Sports Direct. Rearing news, his ugly head. I mean, that, that one, I could see fans going mentally if that one was he true from Leeds. Alberto Gilardino. Why is this in bold? Is this uh, it's not, but that was a recent one. He's a... Uh, it is in bold. He's in a, I know it is. But he's <laughs> an Italian veteran, isn't he? 32 yes, years he old. I forget who he plays for. Azamoa Gian. I'd like to sign him. But he was he was spoken about in before the window yeah. opened, and he, it was, they said he ain't coming. But he would be a good signing, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, he would. See, that's why, again... I'll, he went, he, he went to play in the um, Emirates for he money. Went for didn't money, he? didn't he? There, there must be players. You, like you said to me, who would you get? I said, well, I haven't got a scouting network, but there must be quite a few players sat on benches that are going to the World Cup in the summer. Yeah. 
looking for somewhere to play for the next three or four Mikel months. Mikel Silvestra. Wow, that's a name I haven't heard for a while. Where's he playing? Does anyone know? I don't know. Some Do you know who Italian. he is, Sean? I don't really no, know. No, he used to play for Man United. Man United. Oh, did he? Uh, Ricky Lambert. Well, now, this is my big choice, right? Ricky Lambert. Wait, I, what? I don't believe it, Sean. Right. No, we did go in for Ricky Lambert, right? We did go in. Before um, the chairman got sacked of Southampton, we put a bid in for four and a half million pounds on the drip. They want seven million up front. And plus the player didn't want to come to us. But we weren't... Last week, when... Um, what's his name? Nicola Corsese. Cortese. Cortese. Corsese, yes, uh, Got um, <laughs> sacked. I understand Sullivan went back in. He didn't get sacked, he resigned, didn't he? Oh, well, he, he resigned. He, she went back into the new owner thinking, oh, she's a bit naive, and, and tried to do another bid for Ricky Lambert. For me, Ricky Lambert is the person who's tried and tested in the Premier League. If, he, if we... Came to us for two seasons. He's exactly what we need to get us out of this trouble, but he doesn't want to come to us. He won't come. Marco Borrello, 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 Italian, Italian. Uh, Jolene Lescott, (laughs) Fabio Quagliarella. Do you think Lescott will come? No, no. Fabio Quagliarella. I know him. He's Italian. Caps for Italian as well. Striker. Gary Rodriguez, a winger. Yeah, we, we need another one of those. That's what I thought. This, so this got rumoured heavily. <laughs> Gary thought, Rodriguez. Why do we need another winger? Uh, defender Marcus Holgersson. Never heard of him. I'm guessing he's Swedish. He's Swedish. Danish or Norwegian. He's Swedish. Defender Marco Motta. Well, he's a good defender. He's Italian, isn't he? He's we seem to be doing a lot of business in trying to do... A lot of there's a lot of talented. Italy. There's a lot of talented Italians in in the leagues in Italy. In it, <laughs> there is no. There's one player. I can't remember what his name is now. Might be him actually. Borriello. I'm going to Google him. Um, he scored four goals against AC Milan, but he's like he's like Ravel Morrison. He's he's got a bit of a temper on him. I think it is him. That's All what right. we need. Well, anyway, no, we might be talking about a lot of them, but we're not doing any business, are we? Sure. Well, none of them want to come. Why is that then? Let's go over that. Well, we know, we've talked about it. <laughs> we've given the reasons. That's not him. So the last two, George. Um, Liverpool former Liverpool striker Dirk Coit. Coit. And is he any good? He was alright. He, he, he'd do a job for now. And, and th- this new one has come to um, light today. I've just done Kievo. an article, Cyril, uh, in. West Ham slide die. Try and say, try and say his last name. Oh, I'm not going to try and say his last name. I reckon it's Terre. 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 So I've just done an article called uh, "Will Come Out Today or Tomorrow." Remember nice one, Cyril. Yeah, but Lillian Turam. He was TH. Was he? So guess what? He's 30 years old. He's French. Oh well. And he's at the end of his career. It can only be someone who's not who's happy to be sat on the bench, can't it be? Because we never. You know, we all know he's going to be sat on the bench. So that's who we've been linked with, but all we've got is Roger Johnson and Cotton Cole. On that list, I think we'll get about zero of those. We shall see. Possible outs. Well, no one's left so far. Ravel Morrison. Uh, Fulham offered us 4.5 million. We we value him at 10 million. We would possibly sell for eight. Now, two things about Ravel. Um, what can we say about Ravel that we won't get us in trouble on this podcast? Uh, despite no, you're not going to get in trouble on this podcast. Despite the rumours, there have been problems with, let's just say, signing a new trunk contract with Ravel and Sam and Ravel and his agent have not seen eye to eye. Let's just say that. Um, I think Ravel doesn't take authority very well, and the club, I believe, are quite concerned whether ever he will ever take authority very well. I think he clashes with Allardyce. <laughs> Big time. Um, but, you know, what Fulham did was tapping up without a doubt, and they have made a complaint, and we'll see whether the FA... No one's made a complaint, by the way, about tapping up since 2006 when Chelsea got done for tapping up Ashley Cole and got fined 300 grand. No one has oh, really hurt them. There's been a lot of tapping up, but no <laughs> one's complained. So it, it will be interesting if West Ham take this to the. But my understanding, it's been widely reported as well, is if ten million pound is offered, 
then his 15 grand wage, weekly wage, goes to 60 grand. And it's hard life. But he's probably the lowest paid first team player, 15 grand a week. Yeah, he's, he he's, more? He's, he's only 18. He's, he's pretty inconsistent. 20. 20? Mm. Well old. He's pretty inconsistent. He's, he's, yeah. he's been in and out of the squad. He's been in and out. His performances are like hot and cold. So when he, when he really commands a, so a start every game. So, yeah, more dilemma, guys. Would you take £8 million? Yeah, if he wants to go, I don't want him. If he wants to go, then take the money. If he would stay, if he'd be happy to stay, I would pull him to one side and say to him, look, whatever happens, Allardyce is out in the well, summer and you can stay. Well, um, we un- I understand that we're gonna, we said that we will renegotiate his deal in the summer, but possibly his agent doesn't want that. He's been with his agent a long time and he doesn't want to change agents, is all I'll say. Oh. Um, but um, oh. make of that what you will. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think he's a troubled kid. Uh, well, I'm the not old, sure we'll ever old, see the best of him. If we, the we old, pay 650 grand for him, if we can get 8 million, I say that's good business. The old um, bid that came in for him had the army involved yeah, in it as so well, which is. Move on to. So the army has a trigger clause, get out, release clause in his contract, three and a half million pounds. So he is always susceptible to a bid of that cross. But. But I don't mind, because he's been rubbish. Yeah, but two things. Problem with Diami. Who? Is Diami. Diami. (laughs) (laughs) God, he can talk. Um, Number one, as part of that deal, he's got to be paid 50 grand a week. So any club taking him on have got to pay him 50 grand a week. Secondly, don't forget, he's got a heart problem. So they take the risk of his heart problem, which is the risk we took when we took him on from... Wigan. Wigan. Vazte walked so would, out. No, no, just ask before this. Would you you say okay for him to go for enough? Yeah, yeah, absolutely fine. Again, he's another player that is he's a, he's a quality player. He's been ruined by the Allardyce system. So Diarmi was apparently dropped when he refused to train. He said to Allardyce, "It's reported. Don't see the point of it." And that's why he was dropped earlier this no, there's no few point, games there's ago. There's no point training in the and midfielder in an Allardyce team, is there? But what, what you did you get a crook in the neck? What did you say on Saturday? You said he didn't look like he was trying. He, he, he looks he no interest. disinterested. He looked, yeah, he was not interested. Yeah, I would. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, Ricardo Vazte walked out of a de- development match. That's what I'm told. He's said allegedly. to not be very happy. He's not a happy bunny. Well, allegedly he was playing in a development match, wasn't getting enough of the ball, and uh, walked out. Like? So, is his head gone? Head's gone. Uh, Madibo Maiga, he's available for a cut price or free to get him off our wage bill. He's on thirty-eight grand a week. Four point <laughs> seven million we paid for him. We were hoping to get three million. There's been no takers. Um, although Harry Redknapp denied being interested in him. Oh, he said he was an interesting player, but he hasn't refused to come and he hasn't. Did you see the press conference? I did. Anyway, he. Harry wants a deal, probably wait for the last day of the season and do the deal through his car window in the car park. But I understand if we could do a deal, get the, him off our wage bill, we might just l- release him. Release but they're, they're still hopeful they can get me. a million quid for him and try and do a little bit of damage limitation. Right. But um, one of, uh, at the end of the day, he's got another two and a bit years on his contract. Another Why one can't of... he just sit there and get his... If I'm him, I'll, go, I'll just get my 38 grand a week sitting on the bench. Oh, There's another one of Sam's um, genius guys. Another quality signing. Um, judge a man, manager by his signings. No, I'm going to make an executive decision and not play that clip. Yeah, fine. Uh, more than just podcast, fancy league update. Top is Sean. Hey, back where I belong. He's in the lead with 1,384 points, 1,384. Yeah. George drops three places down to fifth Whee! with 1,355 points. John drops down to 23rd with 1,257 1, points. And Reese is down again to 92nd with 1,002 well, points. At least he's got over 1,000 points now. 120th and last place is George Stone dropping like a stone with 644 points. Come on, George. It's been... Uh, you've played your wild card, have you? I've played my wild card, yeah. sure. I've, I've just actually well lined up my whole team now just to have Arsenal, Liverpool... And Chelsea. 
Chelsea. City. Yeah. And um, and basically then uh, my one my one be Adrian is the backup goalkeeper. Very good. Well done. Um John. John's rant of the week. Yes, a new new one off thing. John's <laughs> rant of the week. Something got you angry, didn't it, in the last you week? Had a little fight. I was just I didn't have a little fight. I was just Twitter fight. Twitter uh, Twitter this time of the in the transfer window. It's just full of pretty much rubbish. But it, I, every time I've found some news feed I was following, every time I clicked on it, it's just blocked up my phone and I started with an advert. Was it Fly Ad or Ad Fly or something like that? It just drove me nuts. So I tweeted the guy and said, this Ad Fly on your W, is it WHUFC? Is it underscore news? Is that it? I believe that is the one. Every time you click on this thing, this advert, this, this advert is bollocks. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna unfollow. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. over, it's it's a Twitter well, yeah. excellent. And the bloke just basically turned around and said, "All right, bollocks to you. Off you go. See you later." Which I thought, well, fair enough. But uh, that's Twitter is one of the last things, isn't it? Where you can get. I use. I read. Yeah. I read the news on Twitter. I, I follow news feeds. So you can you can click on and you can just mm. read all the West Ham news on Twitter. Now people are trying to monetize it. I think that's and a it's load. Still wrong. If I you think wanna, it's a load if, of bollocks. So if you I would follow, suggest yeah. I agree. unfollow WHUFC underscore news and to stop everyone who's got a news feed to start advertising yeah. on their And if you want to follow a news feed without ads, you could follow my Twitter account, which is <laughs> at West Ham <laughs> there Football. You go. There you no, go. That's not the point. And uh, I promise, I make this commitment... My feed will never have ads. And I said, I said, like you're you trying to make it, yeah. make money out of West Ham fans. He said, oh, "No, I'm not." I said, "Well, you are because if West Ham don't follow you, we well, do it for his, the love. We his, don't do it to monetize." His argument it, was, he takes the time to post the news. Surely, you should get paid for it. No, well, really, yeah, we do it for the most, love of West Ham. Most of those things are all, like all automated news feeds. Exactly. It's like us trying to make money out of this podcast. It is, yeah. yeah. How's, how's our advertising yeah, coming on? Well. <laughs> With a betting company, George. Um, well, I just thought bollocks anyway. No, I so agree. Yeah. John, I agree. Um, any, well, if you do want some West Ham news and some friendly banter, why not join our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash more than just a podcast, and post some comments like some people have tonight. We'll start with Scott George Smallman. Hi, Scott. Welcome to Monster's Podcast 2014. There are three, four teams... Oh, no, I better read what you said first. Yeah, read what I said. And I'm going to ask the same question Sean to Sean says, guys. we're back tonight for our first podcast of 2014 after an extended Christmas break fueled by illness, parties, hangover and depression over West Ham. Send in any questions or comments for the podcast. Just a few questions to get you started. Who would you replace with Sam Allardyce if the decision was... Who would you replace... Who would, who would replace Sam Allardyce if this decision was yours? You're, you're so bad at writing. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> which striker would you want to bring in during the transfer windows? Has to be a player which is likely to come to us and within our budget. Do <laughs> you? <laughs> How do we know that, Sean? How do you know? They're, they're well, just just so you don't say Lionel Messi or something stupid is what the point there I'm there to make. Must be people willing to join us. It's just how do do you? We have what it takes to survive. The drop this season, or are we doomed? Do you think? Yeah, all right. So I wrote <laughs> it really fast. <laughs> and didn't, Do you? We have Scott George Morman says there are three or four teams worse than us, but at the moment they have the fight which we lack. Tony Piracos says Zola or Di Matteo. Defoe would have been the perfect partner to carry all, but not to be. So go and get Jordan Rhodes. If we get seven points in February, we will be in a better position. But those two wins in Feb must be versus those teams around us, such as Norwich and Swansea. Agreed. And the draw versus Villa makes seven points. Any less, and I'll be watching us versus Yeovil Town on Satanta next season, 2am Melbourne time. <laughs> Toby Fisher says Malky for me. Gary Prince simply answers Steve Clark. Denver Bar, no. Finish on 29.33 points. Michael Johnson says, hi chaps. Number one, he'll bring in Malcolm Mackay. Number two, bring in Yakubu. How old is he? Uh, number three, I think we'll be fine when Reed Vaztay, in brackets, drop Jarvis, are back and Andy Carroll and Ginger fully fit. Got to lose Taylor. Mm. Rob Absalom says, I don't want rid of Big Fat Sam. 
where has the constant change of managers got us in the last 10 years? He's not my pick, but I say stick with him. Uh, he says bring in anyone, purely as cover for injury. And number three, he says if the injured players return soon and hit the ground running, then yes, we will survive. Thanks, everyone. So then ask me those three questions <coughs> to us three. John, manager, striker, will we survive? I would have got Shane Long. Yeah. I would have I would have got rid of uh, I would have got rid of Allardyce as soon as Malcolm Mackay became available. He's still not available at the moment technically, but he will be available. Technically. Alright, well to be honest with you, I'd have anyone I mean the only reason I actually tweeted a few weeks back saying that they're gonna stick with Allardyce, we've got to back the team and you know, that's the way it goes. We've got to hope for better management in the summer. Allardyce is staying it's going to be his reputation he's trying to save, isn't it? He, he's never yeah. been relegated. Sam's teams do not go down. Yeah, so I would have had anyone. And, and the chairman said, if we weren't, if we wanted to recruit someone to get us out of this mess, we'd recruit someone exactly yeah, like... Right. That, that's a weak argument. Uh, he, he's looking like a dinosaur. For anybody who George. says Anybody who says we should still back Allardyce should remember that it was Allardyce who put the squad together. It was Allardyce who spent the whole budget in the summer and left us short of cover as strikers and defenders. It's Allardyce's doing where yeah. we are now. George. Yes. Answering those three questions. Manager, striker, will we survive? Malky Mackay. Kenwyn Jones. No. And I will go. Finally. I think you know, I think we might get Kenwyn Jones. I'd have him. Better than Colin Cole. I've got a feeling he's gonna, we're gonna go through. Really? Yeah. So I would go for um Alan Pardew, like we mentioned earlier. He wouldn't come. But he's, he's got like a Eight-year contract. Yeah, but that's for another reason, and, and there is a way to get rid of him. But, well, if you're, you're going to say other ones, at the moment, Malcolm Mackay's not available. I would still go, and I know he won't come, but I'm still a big fan of Ricky Lambert. I think he would do really well for us for a couple of seasons. And I'm still optimistic that when we get all our injuries back, we will survive by the skin of our teeth. I think it's only going to take about 35 points to be safe this season because of the dross around us. And I think we will finish 17th or 16th. Just a shout out to Joan Rutherford who did say in reply to our tweet saying we're back tonight. says, hooray, I've missed you guys. Oh, we've missed you too, Joan. Thanks, Joan. We're back. Aren't we great? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think we, I think we might survive by the skin of our teeth. Well, like I think it's going to be or the podcast l- or the team. <laughs> I think it's going to be down to the fact that other you teams said we're going down. I think we'll go down. You said we'll I think we might survive just by the skin of our teeth. But like I said at the beginning, I'm just embarrassed. Yeah, right, me we're too. coming up to an hour, so very quickly predictions. We do Man both City and Chelsea we, away. Yeah, so we've got Man City at home tomorrow night. We're going. We're six oh, nil down, George. Commit now on the podcast. Oh, Are you no, coming I'll, or not? I'll decide tomorrow when I'm decide away. Decide tomorrow. See, I'll fit all and can't be bothered. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, um, we're six 0 down in the first leg. Yeah. How do you think we we'll do tomorrow? I think we we'll win seven six. Me too. Oh, I think we win. I think we we'll win one nil. I think we're gonna win. I think we're gonna score seven goals. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, let's hope so. We're gonna win. We're going to Wembley. We're going to Wembley, and now you're gonna believe First us. Sunderland. And now you're gonna believe us. West Ham, Sunderland. We're fine. going to Wembley. Okay, go on, Chelsea. Chelsea lane. away. We're going. We on. are. We're going. We're going. Have we got ten pound <laughs> discount. We did get um, £10 discount. Thanks to the Premier League away fund, we paid fifty-two pound each. Well, I don't know if you paid fifty-two. You did as well, didn't you? Yeah. And we got a ten pound discount. So you get charged for that out then, do you? For that? Yeah, it does. It depends, certain clubs do. We've, we've got good tickets for Chelsea. My last break. time, though. But don't worry, because I'm allowed to written off these two games. We're playing for pride for both. Pride. That means we're going to get slaughtered. On you might play. The It'll kids. be good getting Chelsea away on a Wednesday night. That'll be fun. It will. So uh, we'll lose that three 0 Three 0 Yeah, I agree. I think Chelsea haven't. Jose Mourinho hasn't lost at home, has he? Yeah. Has he? Who I think so. Against? Whatever. Not as a Chelsea manager. Not as Chelsea manager. No, I think it's one of those weird stats that he's never lost at home. So he's drawn. You, you think he's going to lose on Wednesday night? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> Shut up, Sean. <laughs> I'm going to go for a shock. 
1-0 win to break Jose Mourinho's record and it will be the shock of the season that they've taken it for granted and we win 1-0. How's that? Yeah, Am I deluded? Do I talk bollocks? That would be brilliant. You do talk bollocks, but that would be brilliant. Absolutely. And I think what we're going to have to do for the rest of the season, really, is come up with some new things to do in the podcast because it's just going to be miserable listening. Yeah, we're going to have to have we're a new... Write right in if you've got a new we've idea. Got, we've got a new logo coming soon. We're going to have to do some... We're going to have to, do, we'll have to bring um, David Gold question time back. Oh, no, we can't because David Gold doesn't tweet doesn't anymore. Doesn't tweet anymore. He stopped tweeting. Even Jack Sullivan stopped tweeting. Yeah, but there's these people who've got parody things. They, that's another thing that drives oh, me nuts. Oh, big sham. They, they drive me nuts. Have you not seen the Sullivan and Gold... Um, the, Jack Sullivan parody. No, okay. I haven't seen that one. I've seen and Big Sham. Da- have you seen the David Gold? I've seen parody. the David Gold one. They, uh, they see they. Then why do you follow them? Stop I don't follow them. them. Other people retweet them. Mm. Stop following the people who retweet them. Anyway, well. thank you for listening to Monster Podcast podcast. Uh, it's been yeah, a long sorry, one, it's gone on. We've had lots to long, catch up we had, on. A lot, we had seven games to review. We, we did. I, I promise not to moan so much next week. I doubt that. <laughs> Are we going to do one next week? Well, that's why I did the um, the Chelsea prediction, <coughs> just in case we don't. <coughs> Sorry, coughing away. Um, I don't think we, I don't we need to because we don't have a game. We've got Man City tomorrow, but we're, we're going to take up this weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening. I've been George. Sean's been Sean. I've been Sean. Thank and you. John's been John. Despite Bye. what's going on, come on, you iron. Come on, you iron. Yeah, keep the faith. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast.